Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. My name is Pete Wright. I'm sitting around the round table here with John Patton. John? Hello, Pete. How are you? Very good, thank you. Good, thank you for having uh, for joining us today. And uh, Will Mercer, welcome back. Thank you, Pete. Thanks for having me back. This is great. Excellent. I'm glad to hear it. we got a problem for you, Will. Good. Uh, the problem card, as it is stated on the problem card, one team member has left deep into the work of the project. The new team member that has uh, replaced the fallen comrade... Uh, is not up to speed Good. on the work of the project. How do you go about getting this new team member up to speed so that the project doesn't lose? Thank you, Pete. This is uh, a very good uh, problem to have because I think that every project manager on a significant project will run into this. It's very When we have our cross-functional teams, it's very, very common to not finish the project with exactly the same core team that you started with because inherent to our projects is change. So people's availability can change and a number of other factors. But where we have our our progression in cadence management tools of really knowing for the project, uh, having those visible tools available to the new team member will orient him or her very, very fast and very well, namely right from the objective of the project and the whole team knows it, going into the scope, and having our deliverables and measures and exclusions, showing the responsibility matrix is absolutely key. The new team member gets to see where he or she is really needed in the overall project, and they can see exactly what uh, commitment the, their predecessor had and exactly the, the work that is expected of them so that that will tie into the work breakdown structure and the schedule. Having those tools established early in the the project and carried on throughout the project really allows for a solid foundation where that new team member can come in and get oriented in a matter of minutes or hours as opposed to days or weeks where they get into uh, surprise situations and and learn these things. So having the tools to really come back to uh, and really have as a foundation makes sure that all the core team members are aligned and and not surprised. And it allows the new team member to integrate into the team very, very fast and well. So it all really hinges on a a sound upfront planning process. Is that what I'm hearing you say? I believe so. And one that is kept current during the changes. Uh, And so that we're all together, all of our professional partners, our core team, our sponsors, steering committee members, uh, other business stakeholders, we're all aligned with what we're our effort is here, and that team, new team member can come in and feel integrated into the team very, very well and very fast. Uh, the responsibility of getting this new team member is the project managers, right? Uh, yes, uh, Pete. Uh, the, the responsibility of, of getting the position filled quickly and keeping the attention of the manager who is supposed to supply the person is the project manager's job. Now, in, in best practice shops, functional managers know that once a commitment is made by a team member provided for a project, it is made for that department which supplies resources. So uh, it's uh, part of that functional manager's role to fill the the opening quickly. But once that person is named, then it becomes the project manager's responsibility to onboard them as fast as possible. And um, I, I think Will explained how it's done Let's just relate it to human psychology. The four natural questions that a team member will be asked when, as soon as they're notified of the assignment 
is what's my role? What's the work of the project? That's answered by the work breakdown structure. When they see the work breakdown structure, well, how much of that work is mine? And uh, that's answered with the responsibility matrix. And then, okay, I know what my work is. When do I have to get it done? That's the schedule. And that's the rough sequence of how you bring a person on board. If you, as Will said, if, you, if you've established the plan of the project with these tools, if you've kept them current, then that tr tremendously accelerates the onboarding of a new team member. What are some common uh, challenges that, that uh, project managers run into in onboarding a new, new team member? We've just discussed the ideal situation, if the tools are in place. What, what are some things that project managers need to look out for? I think one of the biggest things that I have looked out for as a project manager is really getting the truth. So when a person new to a team, uh, as soon as we can get them to feel comfortable and know they're in an environment that what we need is the truth as opposed to giving us the answer we want to hear. Namely, if I don't want a new team member to take on a commitment they don't really believe in and have me think that we have that responsibility matrix back in shape and looking good. That's why I think it's also very important to keep close tabs with the new team member and make sure that, that you're constantly checking with them to make sure that they are telling what they really believe in. This can especially be challenging in a distributed team as we have our global assignments where you don't have that luxury. So I encourage myself and my folks to pick up the telephone. It just takes a minute or two, but keep that contact alive because we have to make sure that our tools really reflect what's really happening and that they're kept current. So we don't want to have a new team member come in, especially if they're on a critical path or critical uh, function to feel isolated and uh, hoping that the schedule is coming through. We need that commitment believable and honest and, and integrated with the rest of the team. Okay, so from a communication standpoint, it's not just about learning what the work is and how much of it is. It's, it's a cultural question, too. It's, are they involved in the culture of the project team? What else? Well, what I've run into, uh, Pete, is uh, hidden scope changes. Because they're coming in with a fresh outsider's perspective. We're running the project. We've got context. We've made assumptions as we went along. We're running under those assumptions. And it's important not to be defensive when you hear, well, why are you doing it that way? Or why have you got that feature in there? It's really important to respond back with, well, what do you mean? Tell me what you're thinking. Because this person, my, this new person, might have stumbled on to a problem that we've been overlooking because we're making certain assumptions. So we're not necessarily going to change scope on this project. If they're requesting a scope change, it may mean that they still don't understand. But on the flip side of that, I want to make sure that I'm not ignoring a problem that this person has discovered because they're fresh and new. Excellent. So it's a point of culture, it's a point of education, and it's a point of, of illustrating the work of the project. Thanks for joining us again, folks. This is a great topic, and uh, we will be back again next week with another episode of Ask Cadence.